Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right now, let's start with Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more. On this edition of the show, an eerie Clark Gable story, and I'm going to tell you what happened when I conducted my new meditation experiment. 
Now, this was something that was difficult for me. I know this would not be difficult for many of you listening, perhaps, but I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do what I did. And my wife, Lauren, certainly had her doubts. But I, I'm going to tell you what happened. That's coming up later in the show. But first, um, this story about Clark Gable. Uh, now, for one thing, Clark Gable, you know, he was one of the most famous actors who ever lived. And I don't know if the word eerie is the right word for this story. It's definitely otherworldly. I think it's a little eerie because it has to do with being observed by by beings that are outside of our realm. Um, and this especially caught my eye because apparently Clark Gable, he is often associated with paranormal stuff. Uh, and let me just remind you, okay, if you're, if you're not sure exactly who I'm talking about, he delivered one of the most famous lines in Hollywood history. He was in Gone with the Wind, and he delivered the line, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And apparently that was kind of strong language at the time. And so it got a lot of attention. So that was Clark Gable. And that guy, he was so famous that um, he was as famous as maybe somebody like Tom Hanks or or Tom Cruise is today. And uh, in 1942, he was married to a famous actress named Carol Lombard. And so they were like this star couple. It was kind of like, you know, when Tom Cruise got married to Nicole Kidman. And, you know, there was all this fodder for gossip. But it seemed like that Gable and um, Lombard, they really loved each other. Uh, it wasn't like some staged Hollywood marriage. And there was a, a tragedy that happened right there in the midst of their romance in, in 1942, when Carol Lombard was 33 years old, she was flying uh, back toward Los Angeles from out east. This is in the midst of World War II. And it was nighttime. It was stormy. And her plane crashed into this mountain called Mount Potosi, which is uh, right outside of Vegas and very close to this little town called Good Springs, Nevada. And there is a saloon there called the Pioneer Saloon. And you may remember, if you go back to episode 20 of this podcast, uh, it was called the Haunted Pioneer Saloon. I went there. I did a whole uh, podcast just about my field investigation at the Pioneer Saloon. And, uh, and of course, uh, one of the reasons I paid attention to this Clark Gable story I'm going to show you is because that after Carol Lombard crashed there, Clark Gable rushed out to to Nevada to see, you know, what the, the status of his wife was, because nobody knew uh, if there were any survivors. This was in a very remote, rugged area. He wanted to be part of the rescue crew. They wouldn't let him. And so he stayed at the closest point of civilization, the Pioneer Saloon, which also, I believe, had a hotel at the time. He stayed there for days at the bar, just drinking and smoking cigarettes and praying while the rescue crew was out there, you know, climbing this mountain to find out what what had happened. And they had to come back and deliver the terrible news to him that his wife had perished. So, again, she was 33 and he was 41 at the time. So um, you can imagine uh, Pioneer Saloon is haunted for a lot of different reasons. You know, miners shooting each other over poker games and such. But there are people who say they see the ghost of Clark Gable there. 
Now, even though Clark Gable did not die there, a lot of times people's ghosts are seen at places where the person did not die. Uh, if something traumatic happened to a person, and that was as, about as traumatic as it can get, I guess, uh, the person expresses this huge surge of energy, which can burn something we, we think of as an imprint or some residual energy in that environment. It might be similar to how like an electromagnetic pulse could burn a recording onto an old VHS tape or an audio cassette tape, that kind of thing. We just don't know for sure. But there are people who say they've seen him there. And in fact, on the bar at the old Pioneer Saloon, there is this kind of a deep hole. And they claim, some claim that that is where Clark Gable over the days would sit there and crush out his cigarettes as he was waiting on this news to find out if she was alive or not. And uh, he was a very heavy smoker. And in fact, he died in 1960 when he was 59 of a heart attack. And a lot of people blamed the smoking for that. Well, that's why I've had an interest in Clark Gable and this, you know, paranormal uh, topic. And then last October for my birthday, uh, my wife gave me a copy of this book that was published in the early 1960s called Fate's Strangest Mysteries, compiled by the editors of Fate magazine. A true and startling chronicle of fantastic people and strange events science cannot explain. And uh, when I got this, I immediately loved this book. And I know Phyllis Galdi, who is she owns Fate magazine now, and she was kind enough to give me permission to occasionally read a story to you from this book. And I read one not too long ago. These are true stories that people submitted to fate. And again, this is an old book. This book cost 50 cents when it came out around 1961 or 62. And um, so uh, you've probably never heard these stories before. And I implore you, if you have not gone to fatemag.com in a while, do it. Go there, check out all of, they have a store there. They have print issues you can get, e-issues. They have all kinds of stuff. Fatemag.com. F-A-T-E-M-A-G.com. So thank you to Phyllis Galdi for giving me permission to read you some stories once in a while because I came across this old story that I'd never heard. It's called Clark Gable's Mystic Journey. And I was like, huh. Well, I, I know this one paranormal story about Clark Gable. What's this other one? Well, I'm going to read it to you right now, and I may skip some parts here and there. This is written by Dana Howard. I don't know who that is, but this obviously was written right after Clark Gable died. Clark Gable's sudden death has revived in my memory the days when his name first began to appear in the theaters of the world. An article of mine titled Substitute Fatherhood had just been published in Psychology Magazine when I first met Mr. Gable. I had covered the court trial where Mr. Gable was accused of fathering an illegitimate child. The accuser was a love-crazed Englishwoman suffering from a paranoid quirk. Gable's good sportsmanship ruled his actions then, just as it continued to rule through the ensuing years. Okay, so let's skip along here. Uh, it says here, at a certain point, this person, who obviously is, again, a professional writer, got this job working on... For another publication, I was on the staff of the Ullman Publications in their Hollywood office and had come to New York to cover to cover the trial. OK, so I guess, you know, this is the same incident. Sorry about that. So uh, let's see here. 
so this writer literally got to go to cover the trial. And guess what? The writer got to meet Clark Gable as he sat in his dressing room at MGM studio. Mr. Gable unfolded the story that has remained etched in my consciousness, although nearly 30 years have passed since then. He called it three-day amnesia. However, considered in the light of occult knowledge, I believe it was an experience in the supernormal. At any rate, I laid, let's see, at any rate, it laid the cornerstone for his career as an all-time great in motion picture history. As a review of his life will reveal, Clark Gable was not born to riches and greatness. In his youth, he worked very hard for everything he obtained from life. He was aroused about in the oil fields. He chivied logs in the great Northwest. Anything and everything that paid for a living wage, he pursued. Meanwhile, he yearned to become an actor. His first real opportunity in the theater was the leading role in an intense drama called Blind Windows. This was around 1932 in New York. For weeks, he had put every ounce of his emotional intensity into rehearsals. His body was weary with fatigue. His mind was filled with fog-banked hopes. And then, one Friday night, tired and spent, he started a long walk. Hmm. What do you think is going to happen to Clark Gable on this long walk? Well, when we come back from our break, I'm going to continue telling you all about it. And again, I bet you never heard this story before. By the way, you know that I occasionally produce a show here in the Las Vegas area called The Paranormal Vegas Show. We used to call it Creepy Vegas, but now we call it Paranormal Vegas. And it turns out that we're only going to have one show for all of 2024 due to some other obligations. It's going to be on February the 27th at 7 p.m. And if you live near Las Vegas, well, let me just say, this is a 60-minute show. It's warm and indoors. You get to touch real evidence. We're talking about ghosts, UFOs, cryptid, psychic phenomena. You can take selfies. It's for all ages. You get to see the like real footage and the best evidence of these ghosts and UFOs and monsters. I mean, this is a show I put together for you. And if you go get your ticket right now, there are, I believe, 29 seats available. It costs you right now the early bird price of $9.95 per ticket all ages. You're not going to be able to beat that. We do it in Boulder City, Nevada, about 30 minutes right outside of Vegas, so you can avoid the strip. (laughs) Go to ParanormalVegas.com and get your ticket immediately. ParanormalVegas.com and get your ticket to Joshua P. Warren's Paranormal Vegas show. Now, Nick Weird is going to be hosting it, but (laughs) let me tell you something. You're going to love it. I am Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. Ajitato Zume. And, uh... I uh, I hope you're enjoying this tale, and if you like this podcast in general, well, you know what? It's a free podcast, and if you're new to it and you want to enjoy more free stuff, please sign up for my free e-newsletter. Go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P when you type that in, and right there on the homepage, it says put in your email address and hit submit, and uh, for Joshua's newsletter, something like that, you do that, and boom, 
you instantaneously receive an automated email from me with links to some free online goodies that will help you start making your life more magical. And then you will get breaking news, exclusive stuff that I only send out to people through my e-newsletter. Sign up right there at joshuapwarren.com. Back to this story about the famous actor Clark Gable. So apparently here's what we can gather so far. This writer named Dana Howard got to sit down in person with Clark Gable sometime in the 1930s. And uh, that's when Gone with the Wind came out. And he starts talking about this experience that he had before he was famous, really. I mean, he, the writer is saying that the first real opportunity that uh, Gable got in the theater, when, when I'm talking like, you know, on stage, probably like Broadway, I'm assuming here in New York, was uh, this very intense drama called Blind Windows. And it was really draining him and he was feeling weary and fatigued. And so one night, he was probably just sort of even doubting that this was the right direction for his life. And so he decided to go out by himself on, on a Friday night, tired and spent, and he started a long walk. So here's here's what the story says. Quote, it seemed to me I was walking out on the pier, he told us. Quote, I hadn't gone far when I came face to face with a dirty, ragged, disheveled tramp. Where are you going, Bo? He asked. And I'm going to pause here and say uh, it's spelled B-O. Where are you going, Bo? He asked. I replied, I'm going for a swim. Gable stated the tramp looked him over before answering. And then with a smirk on his face, he said, but you ain't going to be needing them duds where you're going. Get them off. Gable said he did not attempt to argue. It was apparent the man needed a new suit of clothes, so the exchange of raiment was made. Then, as an afterthought, the tramp asked for his money. Without a moment's hesitancy, he told him that every dime he had in the world was in the pocket of his pants, $30 in all. He bid the tramp goodbye and moved on down the pier. A little farther along, he met another man, a kindly, elderly gentleman. His clothes had seen better days, but they were of fine material and spotlessly clean. Quote, he was the kindest, most beautiful male face I had ever seen, Gable said. He was like someone from another world, end quote. Quote, where are you going, young man? He asked in a clear, resonant voice. I'm going for a swim, Gable replied. They chatted for a few moments, and then the older man asked, why not come home with me? Somehow, it seemed like a good suggestion, and there was something about the man Gable could not resist, so he went along home with him. Quote, to this day, I do not know where that home was, he told me, but it was the cleanest, homiest place I have ever seen. It was simply furnished, but there was a restfulness and a sense of security there, end quote. The man had a daughter, and Clark Gable described her and said she was beautiful beyond words, with beauty of soul and beauty of body. 
She was affectionate in her greeting and was soon preparing coffee and sandwiches for him. She was like a lithe angel moving about the apartment. She held him in spellbound fascination, he said. Quote, I had met my plenty of feminine pulchritude, he said. Okay, let's look that word up. Do you know what that means? Pulchritude? Let's do this together. Maybe I should have um, done more show prep, but... Oh, no, that just means beauty. <laughs> Pulk, pulchritude. Okay, if you want to impress your loved one, tell your girlfriend her pulchritude is overwhelming. All right, so he said, uh, I had met plenty of feminine pulchritude, he said, but no woman affected me as she did. There was nothing sensual about it. I felt I was in the presence of an angel. And then, before retiring, she kissed me goodnight. It was not a kiss of the flesh. It was a kiss of the spirit. End quote. Wow. This is... Oh, I was going to make a joke, but I, I guess I better not. It's a family-friendly show. Don't worry. Then the old man sat him down at a table and looking him straight in the eye, he began to draw him a word picture of the years to come. He told Clark Gable of his own life. Quote, I was once very famous, he said. I was very wealthy. I was married to a woman I loved very dearly. End quote. And he also told him that possessions are only loaned to one for the duration. They must eventually be surrendered, he said. Quote, and so I gave fame away, the old man said, and then I gave wealth away. Finally, I gave personalized love away, end quote. He spoke of humility and sacrifice, of the fickle public that one day cheers, the next day sneers. He told of the pitfalls of too much money. He warned against the seductiveness of women. He instructed him in the higher values of life. In short, he gave him the do's and the don'ts for the pattern of his coming success. And there in that room, which Mr. Gable could not identify, his future was mapped out. Monday morning came and Mr. Gable returned to normal consciousness. But there now were three days missing from his life. He went to rehearsal. Lunchtime came. He started his walk down Broadway to his usual eating place. And suddenly, about 50 yards ahead of him, he saw her, the old man's daughter. He started toward her, jostling the crowd. He tried to call to her. But in his breathless hurry... The words did not carry. Finally, he caught up with her. But she paid no attention to him. He reached out to touch her shoulder, and his hand went through thin air. The girl was not there. The most outstanding quotation I remember from what Clark Gable said is, quote, There in that place where there was neither money nor the things we strive for, I felt a sense of peace 
and happiness approaching the supernatural. That strange interlude influenced me beyond anything I have ever experienced. In that three days I lost out of my life, I found myself. End quote. Following this trans-dimensional experience, Clark Gable enjoyed more than 30 years of epoch-making success. There are many occult factors involved. First came the intensity of his zeal. This role in blind windows was the part he had hoped for. He turned on his personal dynamo full speed. Suddenly something exploded. The breakthrough came, and suddenly his consciousness was released into the great unknown. It reached another dimension. Without losing his own identity in that moment, Clark Gable became a universal citizen. Let's examine the symbolism of the dream. Clark Gable went out on the pier. He was experiencing an extension of consciousness. He was looking for a swim, a form of ablution, a preparation for a new life. He exchanged his one good suit of clothes for the tramp's rags, a lesson in humility and sacrifice, and thus he earned the privilege of penetrating the next dimension where he met a soul who drafted the years ahead, and at the same time made him know that fame is transient, that money, too, is on loan from the Universal Bank. He told him also that personal love is the essence of God's love, that one day one would supplant the other. All of this comprises a perspective which few of us attain, but one which Clark Gable never lost. I like to think that this grand old man, who Clark Gable first met out there on the pier, together with his beautiful daughter, were there to meet him on November 16th, 1960, when he left this world for the next. Wow. Did that one give you some goosebumps? Uh, when we come back, I'll give you a couple more thoughts on that. And then I'm going to tell you about my recent experiment in meditation. And I, you know, I've got a tip that you might find useful as well. If you've always wondered, like, what would it be like to meditate? Because you just can't do it. Your mind's racing. You're too distracted. Well, I'll tell you how I overcame that, at least for a little bit. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be back after these important messages. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. Yeah, that's a pretty wild story about Clark Gable, don't you think, from Fate's Strangest Mysteries. I want to thank Phyllis Galdi again and uh, for letting me read that to you. Go to Fate Magazine. Actually, it's Fate Mag, FateMag.com. I like this story because it's a story about not only fate, but also destiny and this concept that maybe there are beings that are sort of, you know, on, in, a, in a spiritual realm watching us, trying to help us along. Maybe they give us ideas. Maybe they create opportunities for us if we are open to them and we have the right kind of heart. I don't know if they are necessarily angelic, but it reminds me somewhat of that movie, The Adjustment Bureau, that I was telling you about a while back. That, you know, some people have a, have a, a destiny and a fate, and there are people there who are supposed to help them along the way, uh, for better or for worse, depending on if you agree with how your, <laughs> your destiny is supposed to turn out, I guess. But I wouldn't quite call that Clark Gable story, um, a story with an amazing happy ending. It's sort of, it's sort of the cousin of an amazing happy ending story. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, for over two years now, I have been collecting true stories from around the world for this new book that is going to be coming out very soon. It is called Amazing Happy Endings, True Stories That Will Make You Smile. And I just 
got on the podcast and in other media and I said there are only four rules. You send me these stories that you have, but number one, your story must be true. Number two, your story must be short, ideally no more than a few paragraphs. Number three, your story must be amazing. And number four, your story must have a happy ending. And I just fell in love with the selection of stories that came in. I didn't know it was going to take me over two years to put this all together, but I was in no hurry. I wanted to be patient and pick out what I thought were some of the best ones. And also, I did register Amazing Happy Endings as a trademark. It is now fully registered as a U.S. trademark with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office because I think that um, this could become a series of, of very interesting products that are kind of inspirational and uh, curious and humorous. And so I have big plans for this. So it's all going to launch here very soon. I just um, I have to authorize uh, or I guess approve of like one or two more proofs. And I'm thinking that amazing happy endings, at least in paperback form and possibly Kindle will be available on Amazon probably sometime February of 2024. So that's about, you know, it's coming up very soon. And uh, now I am also going to do an audiobook version of this. I don't know if the audiobook is going to come out the same time as the paperback. We'll see. But um, I know a lot of people like if you listen to a podcast, well, then a lot of you also enjoy audiobooks. That's not always the case. But um, I like listening to audiobooks when I'm in the shower or if I'm on a road trip. So uh, that's all something to look forward to. I'll let you know when Amazing Happy Endings, the book, is finally available. And many of the stories came from those of you who listen to this podcast. So it's actually a very exciting thing that has is coming to fruition this year. Well, here is uh, a challenge that I gave myself that I had alluded to on a past podcast. I... I'm always juggling way too many projects. It's the story of my life. And this amazing happy endings thing is just another example of one of the many things that I'm working on all the time as a side project. And I therefore have difficulty sitting still and focusing on one thing for a long period of time. If I'm going to watch a movie, it needs to grab my attention pretty quickly and really, you know, suck me in there. And so, um, I have always found it difficult to meditate and I, people talk about how beneficial meditation is, how it makes you feel better. And I went out and I started buying these little hour. Actually, it's like they're little timers. It's like a miniature hourglass. I think I just got them all off of Amazon. I have one. I'm, it's in my hands right now. It's it looks just like a little hourglass with sand in it, but it's a one minute timer. So I figure if I can meditate for one minute, then I'll move up from there to my next timer I have sitting here. And this is a three minute timer and I'll just sort of increase it. But what do you do when you meditate? Well, everybody says the easiest thing to do is to um, just kind of relax and repeat a mantra because it takes your mind off of things. And I have this book I've mentioned to you before called Moldavite Magic by Ball Cadman and on page, well, they're not numbered, but on one of the pages of this book, he says, here's a mantra to promote physical healing. And I think that's very important. You know, I have rheumatoid arthritis, and so I'm always looking for things to make my myself feel better. I got to kind of stay on top of that. 
And so this this is a mantra that he includes, and the mantra is Om Sri Don Von Train Amaha, Om Sri Don Von Train Amaha. Now, it doesn't matter if you literally know what the words are. I actually think in many cases it's better not to know literally because if you know what the words mean, then it is going to uh, excite that critical part of your brain that's going to be, uh, you know, trying to make intellectual sense of what's happening. And that's not good. You you want your whole brain to kind of just relax and let go from the intellectual side. Uh, that's why, as I've mentioned before, when it comes to like words you use in magical spells, a lot of them are nonsense, like bibbidi bobbidi boo abracadabra azutato zume uh these are words that don't have a literal meaning because when you say them uh that means that uh, the creative side of the brain can run wild and it, it allows the clinical intellectual critical side of the brain to relax so i prefer not to know exactly what i'm saying when i do a mantra so here's what i decided to do i said okay i'm gonna I'm going to go all out. I'm going to buy a real hourglass, you know, Wizard of Oz style. So I bought a true one hour hourglass just with the sand in it. And I told Lauren, I said, I'm going to sit down and I think I can go for one hour. And she goes, there's no way you can make your brain stop racing for an hour. She just didn't think it could, could happen. So I said, you may be right. When I got this hourglass, the first thing I did was I set it down in my office and I put a video camera on it and I recorded it for an hour to make sure that it actually was an authentic hourglass. And sure enough, it was uncanny, like right down to the second. It was like a perfect one, you know, 60 minutes, this hourglass. So then I could just kept it sitting around. I'd look at it once in a while and I'd think like, when am I going to feel like I'm in the mood for this? So finally, one evening, I go, tonight's the night. And uh, I'd been up late. Lauren had already gone to bed. The house was quiet. The dogs were put away. So I take out the uh, um, the hourglass. I went into my studio and I have a mattress in my studio. A lot of times I just sleep in here, you know, when I'm working on stuff. And I put the hourglass in front of me. This is probably like three o'clock in the morning. I put the hourglass about 10 or 12 feet in front of me. And I had this... Um, little light that would shine up on it. And I, and I, I made sure the room was dim, but I did not want to fall asleep. And so I sat there and I actually did print out the, the phrase Om Sri Don Von Train Maha, because I figured after I said it so many times, it might just sort of, my lips might become so loosey goosey and I might get so out of it that I couldn't even remember the phrase. So I started it. I had some white noise going. I laid back and I just stared at that hourglass saying, Om Sri Don Von Train Amaha, Om Sri Don Von Train Amaha. And let me tell you that it was a long hour. It did not fly by for me. About the first 10 minutes, I guess, because, you know, it's hard to even tell what how time is passing. But I, 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 for the first 10 minutes, I felt like I'm a guy sitting, you know, like we're lying here looking at an hourglass. And then I would say after about 10 minutes, things began to shift. Now, I, I promise you, I never went to sleep. But what started to slowly happen is I started feeling lighter and lighter and a little bit number. And then at a certain point, um, I don't, I, I can't tell you when the transition happened, but I became aware of this sensation that I was sort of hovering above my body, that I wasn't actually in my physical body anymore. 
And I didn't like snap out of it though. I just relaxed and went with it and kind of started breathing deeper as I was saying the mantra. And then my vision began to change. And it almost seemed like I was in a room full of those sort of uh, striking colors that you get right around dawn or sunset. You know, a lot of those sort of uh, those hues of kind of purple and orange and red. And it was it was very relaxing. And there wasn't any my mind was not even tempted to shift around and think about other things. And then when the the sand finally ran out, um, I just sort of felt like I just floated kind of back into my body. There was nothing jarring about it. And then um, I realized that I felt very good. I felt really good. I I didn't even feel sleepy at that point. Um, I got to take a break. When I come back, I'll tell you a little bit more about what happened after that. And then I want to share with you an email I got from a listener. I believe he's in California about mojo, something he did that you can do that might increase your mojo. Do you even know exactly what mojo is? Most people think of mojo uh, in a slightly incorrect way. We're going to dig into that and more when we come back. I am Joshua P. Warren, and you are listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren. And you know how you hear about this thing called like a hypnagogic state? Hypnagogia. They say it's a transitional state from wakefulness to sleep also defined as the waning state of consciousness during the onset of sleep. Mental phenomena may occur during the threshold consciousness phases like hallucinations, lucid dreaming, sleep paralysis. You know, I know all about that, and I don't think I was in a hypnagogic state. I really don't. Um, I have no way of being able to define exactly what I was experiencing, but... um, I liked it. And the next day I did feel better. And so the next day I was in the kitchen. I said, Lauren, guess what I did last night? She goes, there's no telling. I said, I meditated for a full hour. And she rolls her eyes and goes, oh, you just went to sleep. And I was like, hey, what's with the attitude here? Why do you have a problem believing that? I might be able to to meditate here for an hour. And then it occurred to me, oh, I see what's happening. It's not that she's just jealous, perhaps. It's that she is afraid that I'm going to evolve and advance into a much more superior, transcendent spiritual being and that I will leave her behind. I don't know if you've ever seen... um if you've ever seen the movie Watchmen, the guy with the big, big blue body who he transcends everyone else. He becomes more enlightened and he leaves them behind and goes to Mars. I think she's afraid that this is what's going to happen. Something's going to swell here. Um, but no, don't worry. I would never, ever allow that to occur. You know, I, my old buddy Jim Mars. I asked him one time, um, <laughs> I said, uh, Jim, you know, cause he wrote alien agenda. I said, Jim, if, if, an, if, a, after all the work you've done, if a flying saucer came over right now and aliens came down and said, come with us, we want to take you off into space, but you can't ever come back to earth. Would you go? And Jim thought for a second. And then with that Texas draw, he goes, well, I might ask if I could take my wife. <laughs> so yes a wife's a necessary you know i used to do this segment on the show called things to make my wife mad 
where I would poke fun at Lauren. And uh, I don't do that segment anymore because it turns out it worked. Um, so her sense of humor only goes so far. But I did. I did. Uh, and I I don't you know what? I'm glad I did it, but I wouldn't do it on a regular basis. Um, I, I, it's still I don't, I'm still fighting that that dynamic force that just. You know, the, the attention that I have is very strong to get a lot done in a short period of time. But anyway, that's how my experience went. Now, let's go to some listener emails, at least one here. Never have enough time, do I? Okay, uh, you, you know how people talk about my mojo. You hear somebody say like, oh, my mojo's off, especially, you know, living in Las Vegas where you have gamblers around. People say, oh, oh my mojo's down today or whatever. And um, I guess it goes back to like the Austin Powers sort of uh, mindset about my mojo. So people think of their mojo as kind of their charm or their their magical persuasive presence or something along those lines. But actually... A mojo is is a physical thing, and I'm not an expert on this, so I just want to read this to you. Uh, a mojo in the African-American spiritual practice called hoodoo is an amulet consisting of a flannel bag containing one or more magical items. It is a, quote, prayer in a bag or a spell that can be carried with or on the host's body. And there are all kinds of different names for them. The word mojo also refers to magic and charms. Mojo containers are bags, gourds, bottles, shells, and other containers. The making of mojo bags in hoodoo is a system of African-American occult magic. The creation of mojo bags is an esoteric system that involves sometimes housing spirits inside of bags for either protection, healing, or harm, and to consult with spirits. Other times, mojo bags are created to manifest results in a person's life, such as good luck, money, or love. The etymology here, it says the word mojo is believed to be derived from this other word, Moyo, which means, quote, to the spirits that dwelt within magical charms, end quote. So I tell you this because I got this email recently from a listener named Dan, and I believe he is in California. And he wrote, hi, Joshua, I recently bought some small pouches that can clip onto your keychain, etc., it has a Velcro closure. I put my Buddha stone in it, a $5 bill, my personal sigil, and now the luck, money, and $100 bill sigil, so it's kind of like a mojo. Not more than two hours later, I got direct deposited my bonus for the year. Now, granted, I was expecting it at some point, but still... And he said, an interesting story on my Buddha stone. I had one from a kit I bought, plus I had a new one I got from your Halloween mystery box, a bigger one. No sooner did I get the new one, I lost the old one. 
This weekend, I was doing some cleaning up and found it in my chair. I carry it with me often. I thought I had lost it in the field. I won't lose it now or the new one. They are both in pouches now, and I'll let you know if any other things happen. Damn. Well, interesting idea, Dan. I like it. I like it. You know, if, you, if you're listening and you've never been to my curiosity shop, go there and you'll see all kinds of stuff. You can get, get a personalized sigil. Uh, occasionally, I'll have Buddha stones available if I can get my hands on them. And um, and I also have some other really interesting stuff that um, I plan to produce for you over the next few months. Some of it will be stuff I do not talk about on this podcast, but always go to the curiosity shop at joshuapwarren.com and, and again, sign up for my free newsletter so you'll know when I have these limited runs of things. But that's cool, Dan. I like that idea of taking some of these things that are meaningful and turning them into a pouch, carrying them with you. And uh, you know what? I think I have just enough time here to share a quick story with you before we play the good fortune tone and go out with that. I was thinking the other day, I call this mental manna. I was thinking the other day about when I was born, what is my, what was my first memory that I had? And the, my earliest memory, and it, what does this say about a person? Maybe I've talked about this. My very first memory was looking over. I was in a crib and I looked over and there was a big stuffed cookie monster sitting there. And that's the first moment of consciousness that I have related to this world. My, the first thing I saw that I can remember was not a person. It was a big blue furry creature that actually doesn't exist. By the way, did you know that cookie monsters real name is Sid? He came out at some point and, and said that, um, you know, cookie monster from Sesame street. They say that cookie monster was created, uh, because Jim Henson got some jobs with like food companies creating monsters that would eat different snacks and like, Oh, and, and love them. And they never were actually used. Um, but you know, he had them, had them around. And so one of them was cookie monster. And so he used that in, um, in Sesame Street during the debut and everybody loved it. Of course, now people are like, oh, he's making kids fat, you know, because so so they try to balance out Cookie Monster with with healthy eating tips. But I always thought to myself, I wonder how that affected my grasp of reality. That The first thing that I saw when I entered this dimension was a fantastical creature. And maybe that had something to do with inspiring my weird interests in life. What was your first memory? Think about it. Psychoanalyze it. Do you see a connection between how your life has turned out and your very first earliest memory of something clear in this dimension? It's an interesting topic. Maybe if you send me your emails about that, uh, I'll find one I can read here on the show. All right. Well, it is now that time, my friends, when we all try to collectively manifest at least another great seven days, if not longer, for ourselves. If you can, close your eyes. Regardless, take some deep breaths, relax, and let us reach out in the world of spirit and hold hands as we experience the one, the only, the original, the 22nd good fortune tone. That's it. 
For this edition of the show, follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the curiosity shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.